Welcome to Community Center, a show that features people in the community doing good things. Now, here are your hosts, Debbie O'Handley and Margie Kyle. Happy Tuesday, listeners. Oh, we missed that last week. Oh, well, you are listening to Community Centered. I'm your host, Debbie O'Hanley, with my friend, Margie Kyle, who is also a hostess. With the mostess, I guess. So, Margie, how are you on this wet, rainy, cold, finally, November day? Yeah, I'm wet and mm. I'm cold, mm-hmm. but I'm here. A good girl. <laughs> you're, you're uh, let's see, waking up and touching the ground, right? I am, and I even mailed two Christmas presents today. Lord have mercy, you're stressing me out already. We're not even a minute <laughs> into this thing, and I'm getting stressed about Christmas. <laughs> How was your weekend? Well, as you know, mm-hmm. we went to the Peninsula Foundation uh, Big Gala with diamonds and denim. Mm-hmm. And it was spectacular. It was it was very stressful to find denim and diamonds. It was That's my life. I know. I knew it would probably be an easy call for you, <laughs> but for me I was really stressing. So my uh denim jacket that I wore was a donation to the Hope House that the girls and I uh at Hope House blinged up. So the and powers, you did a good job. yeah, the powers of a hot glue gun and a little bling. <laughs> Fascinating what you can do. So well, and I had the surprise of my life because um, Tim and I went together. Mm-hmm. He's the president of Little Smiles, mm-hmm. and I'm the founder. And when I opened the car door and I saw <laughs> him in his jacket, which he got on Amazon, I said. I don't like to be upstaged. You've upstaged me. <laughs> he did look pretty smart. And you know what? I loved it. That because was awesome. people did get into the spirit mm-hmm. by their outfit. They sure did. Yeah, which made it a lot of fun. There was a whole lot of bling there, which I know is your favorite word. Um, and there was some denim. Yeah. Some boots. Yeah. yeah. And diamonds. So it was a lovely evening. The Peninsula Community Foundation, for those of you that don't know, Raise money. They're a philanthropic organization yes. that raise money uh, for our community, and they like to keep it in our immediate area. And if you're a non-for-profit and you need an opportunity, look them up. Uh, I think they already have their last funding cycle um, already has been closed, right? And they're considering their um, people that they're going to fund. But they are a wonderful organization. Well, and we have the president coming. I think. It's uh, December 12th. George Searle. Okay. Well, we'll be talking to him, and we're going to put a good word in for our guest that we have today because she is super fabulous, super fly. She is doing some amazing things, not only in her um, non-for-profit, but some other things for Mecklenburg County. So I'm excited for us to talk to her. I am, too. I'm looking forward to it. A little bit more about her. I um, invited her and her mom to Hope House to just talk, and we went out into our what we call her she shed, and I said, this is like Vegas. What's set here stays here. <laughs> so we decided after that little therapeutic intervention that we needed to have fun Fridays where, um, you know, sometimes in the non-for-profit world, as you know, things get very, very stressful. And so just having like-minded individuals that understand how hard the work is, yes. is really a good thing. And, you know, we don't often get that opportunity. When now, do you find the, the women st- and children staying in your house mm-hmm. during the holidays... 
it's hard for them. Oh, this is a really tough time. This is a really tough time, not only because of the actual holiday, but it triggers all of the family stuff and all of the, I don't have a home and I can't decorate it and all that. So we, um, we have to do a little happy dance around a lot of these things. And we are a very busy house right now. We have, um, about 16 in the main house of which, uh, 10, sometimes 12 are kids. Well, let's do something different this year. What are we going to do, Margie? We're going to get those 12 kids. We're going to bring them to my storage unit and let them pick three toys. That's so sweet. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be lovely. And you know what? These are really great kids. They are polite. They have earned it. Yes. I have one little boy in particular that I'm thinking of. So um, I hope they're not listening because then that will ruin their surprises. But we will make that happen for sure. I want to. Yeah. That would be really great. I know that you have some... Such a generous heart, and this time of year, I know, is a busy time for year uh, year for you because of the holidays. People are giving. I know that you've got a um, boat parade coming up where you're going to get yes. some goodies from that, and it's just one of those things, Margie. When I think about little smiles and the fact that you are putting smiles on children, not only in the hospital but in our community, is something that um, when I go to bed at night and close my eyes, I'm really grateful for. Yeah, knowing that those kids um, have an opportunity well, for a little we bit of believe. hope. Christmas is every day of the year. Absolutely. And especially when they're doing so well Mm. and are polite and have good manners. I say, take another one. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) You know, when we have um, goodies to give away at Hope House, I always say, it's buy one, get one free. (laughs) And they're not buying it, actually. They're just getting it. But, we, you know, it's it's good to have a generous heart. It is uh, the time of year where we see a lot of generosity in our community. And we just want to give a shout out to that. The the grateful season that we're in, knowing with Thanksgiving is coming in the next few days, we don't want to let it go uh, by without telling our community how grateful we are for all of the generosity that they do for three amazing non-for-profits that are represented here today with Hearts and Hands Food Pantry, Hope House, and with Little Smiles. Um, I know that um, folks uh, start reaching out about now and saying, you know, what can I do? And the other thing that I love is that we can share resources with each Absolutely. other, right? So I know when I have a plenty, I'm calling Kenya. I know that, you know, you and Kenya were talking during the break yeah. about sharing ideas. Yeah. So it's just so amazing how we all have the opportunity to play nice in the sandbox <laughs> and do good work at the same time. I just wish the rest of our world would play <laughs> nice in the sandbox. So um, um, I know that... Um, and not throw so much sand. I know. We need a we need an attitude adjustment. Yeah, we do for sure. Yeah. So just um, folks, if you're listening, just thinking of the grateful season that we're out there, just find one thing to be thankful for. That's right, and try to help one family. Mm-hmm. That would be that, that makes would be all amazing. The difference in the world. Well, you are going to be introduced to a fabulous person doing a fabulous good deed in our community. <laughs> but before I introduce her, I want to make sure that you have the studio number. It's eight four four studio four. If you'd like to call in, and you can talk to myself, or Margie, or Kenya Joseph, who is um, the president of Hearts and Hands Food Pantry. She is also the board chair of Charlotte Mecklenburg Food Policy Council. Well, that's a big word. Uh, we're going to learn what that does. Yeah, let's find out what that is. Um, you know, if you want to know anything about that or um, if you are looking to get involved or volunteer or donate, um, we will definitely 
make that happen with her. That's right. So when we come back from break, we're going to be um, introducing you to the fabulous Kenya Joseph, who is smiling her fabulous smile that she does here, um, knowing all the good that she does in our community. So when uh, we come back, settle down, get yourself a nice cup of coffee and listen in. Oh, and if you're driving your car, tune in to 105.9 WSIC Radio, or you can be listening to us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or X. Oh, goodness sakes. Yeah. We are out there. There's no hiding hope in this community, (laughs) nor is there hiding any smiles or hearts and hands. We are way out there. So when we come back, we'll be listening to Margie, Debbie, and Kenya. get enough dancing in the other night. Uh, actually, I didn't dance, but why not? We'll put it out there. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Community Centered. I'm your host, Debbie O'Hanley, with my hostess, friend, Margie Kyle. And like we said before the break, we are going to be talking with the fabulous Kenya Joseph, president of Hearts and Hands Food Pantry. Kenya, I just, before we get way into a conversation, because Kenya and I can go in a different, (laughs) million different directions, I just want to thank you for what you do in our community. My heart feels really grateful for knowing that um, you're feeling tummies and making um, people feel wanted and welcomed in our community. So thank you for what you do. Tell me, let's talk about the pantry first. Why? What happened? So first, thank you for having me. Um, We started in 2017 became an official nonprofit in 2018. We, my mom and I started Hearts and Hands Food Pantry on a whim. We were watching extreme couponing, which was just a random thing we found on TV. And we saw a family all working together to end up actually helping another family down the street whose father had lost their job. And at first we were like, you know, oh, we can do that. We need to learn how to do that, you know. And then it became, well, why just one family? There's many more families out there who need help. And so we were looking at each other like, you know, what does that look like? What is that called? So we started researching. We're like, okay, it's a food pantry. Okay, this seems like something we can do. So we took it to our church um, up here in in Huntersville. And we kind of started to build it out from there. And within probably about four months of us being at the church, we knew that we had to move into our own space. It was getting (laughs) big pretty quickly. Um, And so we were in Huntersville for the last six years on Old Statesville Road. We just recently moved to Northwest Charlotte. We're only 10 to 15 minutes away from where we've been all this time in Huntersville. Um, And we grew from that little idea all the way to now serving over 2,000 people a month. Oh, that is beautiful. It's incredible. It really is. Tell me about food insecurity in our neighborhood. Like, what yeah. does that look like when people are, you know, we're in the affluent Lake Norman area here sitting in Cornelius in the studio. Mm-hmm. What, is that, what does that look like? So food insecurity is defined as not being able to effectively um, access the food you need within a day. Um, and the other thing about food insecurity to know is that it's invisible. You know, when we talk about things like homelessness, for example, mm-hmm. if we see something like what we saw during COVID where there was a tent city that popped up in Charlotte right. or... You 
know, you're seeing somebody as you're passing on the highway, that's very visible. But knowing whether someone is hungry, especially children, you may have no idea. Um, and so I think this is kind of at the heart of you know, why we are doing what we do. Our mission is simply food is a basic human right. Every single person on earth needs food, no matter what their beliefs are, no matter what their socioeconomic status is. Um, and we want to make sure that as we try to address the problem here locally, that it's also visible, that people understand what it is. They understand that it's real, that it is increasing and getting worse, even in affluent areas. Um, and that, you know, crisis in general can change someone's life in an instant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, money, <laughs> these things are no respecters of money or right. <laughs> status or anything like that. And so that's really behind what we do. So where did the name Hearts and Hands come from? That was all my mom. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's a great mom and she a is. wonderful woman with a beautiful heart. She and um, you can see her be the hands and feet as well. Yeah. She's very quiet, but she serves very um, thoughtful uh, in her ministry of mm -hmm. what she does. What I love about the food pantry for the residents at the Hope House is that there's no qualification. Mm -hmm. You just, if you're hungry, come and get food. And I know, and, and not to knock any other uh, organization that's doing work around this, but the fact that you don't have to, you know, prove that you, that you um, have a need something is so digni dignifying for our families. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, to yeah. not have to say, well, I'm poor or I'm on food stamps or I'm this or I'm homeless. You can be pretty much anonymous and end up walking away with food bellies. And, and then the things that you give away, too, mm -hmm. are very healthy things. And um, really, from my perspective, from what I see when the residents do visit, that they, they get some really great things. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that now, there's can love. can they come to you and take what they need? So here's how we have a couple of services now since we've grown. Um, so we have a regular pickup service that is no restrictions whatsoever. So there's no, we're just, we don't do income verification or anything like that. Um, all of our services are by appointment only. Okay. That's just so that we can manage, you know, how many people are coming through our doors. Um, when we were in Huntersville, our space was too small to have people come in, especially when COVID was going on. But now with the space that we're in, it's 7,000 square feet. So we have people come in. Yeah. We can, you know, talk to them in private spaces as well if they have, you know, additional crisis and things that they need to talk about with us. Um, and just love on people while we do it. Our entire service is built around choice. So from start to finish, people can choose all the items that they want. Um, and, you know, yes, we want to make sure that everybody has the healthiest food that they can access. But at the same time, no judgment for somebody who also needs, you know, some Reese's Buttercups for their kids because the kids are screaming <laughs> in the back yeah, of the car. Yeah, yeah. You know, we do that too. And we understand how having somebody's favorites when they're going through something can make them feel so extra cared yeah. for and feel seen. And that's yeah. an important part to helping people lift out of challenges and things that they're going through in their lives. That's so lovely. It is Thank beautiful. Thank you that, Margie. Yeah. It really, it makes me feel very hopeful. And, and I know that it puts a smile on my face. Knowing that 
the dignity yes. that goes into it is mm-hmm. just, it's a critical, critical thing um, mm-hmm. for us that we are recognizing that. So thank you from, from someone who's on the other end of that, yeah, seeing that, yeah. that, that, that um, that's part of your ministry. Tell me about, um, I know that you've recently moved mm-hmm. and we came to your open house, which was fabulous thank and you. saw your great space, but have there been any particular challenges with, with moving? Oh, yes. <laughs> so being if that... there isn't, then I was... <laughs> <laughs> Our story is kind of a crazy one. So being that we started in Huntersville, we have such a, an affinity and a commitment to the greater Lake Norman, North Mech area. That's our home. That's our heart. And we didn't move out of Huntersville by choice. Okay. So our previous landlord, after us being in our space for six years, no issues, came to us one day, this was uh, about May, and was like, you know, there's all this development happening in Huntersville, and they're putting up these new businesses, and they're putting up these apartment buildings. I think I deserve more rent. And he raised our rent by 200% Mm. with no lease either. Right. Yeah. So we were like, okay, uh uh-oh, you know. Um, And we went to all our friends, all our partners. We were like, hey, do you know of any spaces? We even got the town of Huntersville involved. And they were like, we're going to help you find a space. But because we're a food pantry, what we do is unique. You know, it can't be any commercial space. Um, And unfortunately, there were no spaces available for the size that we needed and also, like, the stipulations that we needed. And so... We had to start looking into North Charlotte, which was, I mean, we drug our feet on that as long as we could. And we found our space, gosh, two months ago at like the wire. Our broker didn't even want to send us the space because the building was dilapidated. Like the walls were coming down, the floors all ripped up. There's pests and vermin in there. There's no lights in there. Um, But, you know, all that we do is such a walk of faith every single day for how we serve our clients and how that we have enough for everybody. And so we felt covered going into that situation. And so we saw the potential right away in the space, even though it was just falling apart. <laughs> um, and once we kind of moved forward with the application and everything, the landlord turned out to be an angel in disguise. Uh, he actually does food work in the state that he lives in. He owns this big property. And he was like, as soon as he heard what we did, he was like, we'll cover the renovations. We've got you. Let's do this. And so we were like, all right, great. We have a place to go. We moved in the space of like a week and a half, just like in and out very quickly, very quick. It was challenging to get all of our clients notified in time and let them know what's happening and people get used to it. Um, And, you know, the hardest part was not saying goodbye to Huntersville, but kind of just being like, all right, we're still here. We're just not here, you know. (laughs) Um, But since we've moved, all of our existing North Met clients have easily found us. I think we're actually more accessible in some ways because we're closer to the highways. Um, And also we're getting more people. They're hearing about what we've done and we're seeing the expansion that we're undergoing. And so I'm, I'm always hopeful that more people will make use of our resources because there are so many people out there in need who don't even feel comfortable coming forward Mm -hmm. with being hungry. Yeah. You know, I think that's part of the sweetness of your story is that it really is a testimony. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, I know that there was talking to you maybe right down to the wire and there was like, we, we still haven't found a place. And I'm like, really, come on, God, like we got to show up here and show off and provide something for them. And when then to hear the story that what you found was almost uninhabitable mm-hmm. 
and that the the people loved so much what you did, they restored yeah. it for you. And it's a fabulous place. Like you would never know what that, that like, yeah, yeah, what it looked like. To me, it's just like, yes, because mm-hmm. God's promises are yes and amen, right? Every day. So yeah. <laughs> to hear that and see that and then see it walked out in our community, that those are the kind of things that inspire me and keep me moving forward. I'm like, well, if you can do that, then, you know, this is what you can do for our community for sure, God. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. That is a, a wonderful, wonderful thing that has happened. Absolutely. Um, tell me about, um, like, what is some of your greatest needs? Our greatest needs right now, of course, are all types of food. So we do, we're a little bit different from most food pantries. We do non-perishables and perishables. So we take, you know, fresh meats, produce, milk, cheese. We have, you know, full restaurant grade refrigeration and freezing in our facility. So we always need those types of things. Um, We always, 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 I can't stress it enough, toiletries, full-size toiletries, We love the people who love to drop off their hotel samples, but yeah. that is not what mm-hmm. we can give to a family that's effective. So we always ask for for full size, everything yeah. you can think of, toothpaste, toothbrushes, shampoo, conditioner, lotion, um, even some more obscure things that you might not think about. Just basic general like face washes, um, razors, shaving cream. Yeah. Um, feminine feminine products. Right. We need those things all the time. When we come back from break, Kenya's going to tell us a little bit more about Hearts and Hands Food Pantry. Oh, I can't See wait you in a minute. Welcome back, everybody. Please, if you would like to call in, call 844 Studio 4. We have a guest with the biggest heart. In open hands, I've heard of in a long time. And um, I think in the next few minutes, we're going to talk about the association that you became chairman of, and I can't even remember what it was. The Charlotte Mecklenburg Food Policy Council. Okay. You're sitting with the board chair here. <laughs> I know I am, but it's new to me. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the Charlotte Mecklenburg Food Policy Council, I know it's a mouthful, um, is a local nonprofit that serves the entire county um, and is rooted in the mission of just increasing healthy food access for all. And that's done through a lot of advocacy work, through fostering partnerships with other okay. organizations on the ground and supporting their work. Um helping to advise our local government, working with uh, Mecklenburg County. Um on policies around food access. Um, And so our biggest programmatic work that we do, we have a program called SNAP Double Bucks, which doubles food stamps up to $50 at our local farmer's markets. And this past year, we opened up the North Met Community Farmer's Market at the North Regional Rec Center this past summer, um, which was a huge success. We got to pilot the statewide senior voucher program that gave free $50 vouchers to any qualifying senior. And so, so many seniors came from far and wide Mm -hmm. to shop and take advantage of that program. And we are excited because we're really hopeful that our performance this past summer will bring the program to the entirety of 
of Mecklenburg County for next year. Wow, wouldn't that be a blessing? That is amazing. Really? Yeah. I know I was telling um, Kenya during the break that I have some seniors that uh, work at Hope House, and they actually got invited and went. And um, when they came back, they were sharing with us recipes that they had <laughs> learned. So it wasn't just about receiving the food and the voucher yeah. and the benefits yeah. and everything. They were learning a new skill and learning an, uh, you know, something that they had never thought about attempting to do in the past. So well done. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. our market is community first, and so many incredible experiences happened there over the summer. We had um, guest chefs coming in every single every single market um, and creating these healthy and lower cost recipes for teaching folks how to make it, and they would be able to buy everything they need right on site, and it was just incredible. Wow. I'm hoping we see more of that by the time spring rolls around. I'm already morning spring and summer (laughs) and all the fresh veggies. So I'm hoping that that won't take too long to get that up off the ground. What does that look like to get support from government uh, officials or town folks to make something like that happen? That's a lot of talking. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of talking, but also knowing how to speak not your language, but their language, That's right. right? It's about showing them what's important and, and properly representing, you know, what various communities want, but in a way where you show them how it benefits them, truthfully. Do you think they're listening? Yes, yeah. I do. And I think we're in a very interesting time where I think hearts, minds, and ears are open more than they ever have been, especially mm-hmm. in the food space. And so my aim and the aim of our entire organization is to really capitalize on that to the benefit of all the organizations that serve in the food space and ultimately the community at large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think we're seeing, too, educated people really hurting. Mm. Yes. And so they mm-hmm. have a better say. Yes. And, you know, what they need and and appreciate mm-hmm. the services because they've never needed them before. That's right. I definitely agree with yeah. that. It's a, it's a different different demographics now yes, that are that is. are coming forward and yeah. saying, hey, we need help and we need these types of resources and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting for me at Hope House this season, what I'm seeing a lot of our folks that are saying, I was this. And so now I want to give back. I'm a business owner yeah. and I this. And I think if anyone can identify when they went hungry, right, that they can then relate to that and knowing that, you know, that's not a good feeling. No. And we, we want to prevent that from ever happening again. Mm-hmm. And especially when children are involved or yeah. seniors. Or I seniors. Think seniors get left out, I think, a lot of and that equation. It's true. And that's something that we really fight hard against and is at the core of what we do at the pantry. We really try to do a lot for our seniors because we saw so many falling through the cracks when COVID started. That's, that's right. what started our delivery yeah. service. Yeah. That was really what was because, you know, people would call us and say, are you guys open? Can you help us? Yes. But then you have seniors who are homebound. They can't leave their home. How mm-hmm. do they get food? How do they get access? Yeah. So that's where our, our delivery service started in 2020. And we've just grown that. Now it's 45% of everybody that we serve is delivery. So we get all over the county. Um, and sometimes, you know, we're the only ones that some of the seniors see. Yeah. So it's an important role. That's right. And we take it very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me about, um, let, let's say I'm a listener and I want to volunteer. I'm mm-hmm. excited about what I'm hearing. How does someone get in touch with you? So... Through our website. Our website is heartsandhandsfoodpantry.com. We have a volunteer page there. 
advisement, though, we are changing our um, volunteer sign up. We're in the process of that right now. So we don't show any dates available, but it should be changing in about a week or so. Okay. We're just working on that behind the scenes. But of course, at any point, you can email us. Our email is help at heartsandhandsfoodpantry.com. Um, and through our website or through our email is the easiest way. So if you're coming to volunteer, what are you doing? Depends. Um, there's so many different things. Um, one of the core functions, of course, is helping to pack our client orders. So it's literally we have client order sheets that the clients experience um, through our website when they sign up for services like Instacart. So they literally do their intake form and then they're picking items from all the categories as if they're shopping at Walmart. We just don't have pictures. <laughs> um, and so we take all of those and we have those printed out for when we have to fill them on their appointment day. So we have volunteers who help with that. We have volunteers who help with stocking and restocking in our warehouse. Um, we have clients who help run service. So people coming in and out for the pickup service. We have um, our volunteer drivers um, who do all our deliveries with us um, and kind of anything in between. You know, we have we have incredible volunteers. Our core volunteers have been with us for years and years and years, and they're really family. And so it's a it's a fun place. It's a busy place. Yeah. It's got great energy, that's yeah. for sure. But tell me, um, are you do you have any partnerships with like the local restaurants or the local grocery stores where they might be, you know, working with you on some things that they can donate? We do. Um, we have, I can't say who, unfortunately, okay. but um, we do have partnerships with a few of the local supermarkets who have been amazing. One of the things that came out of COVID that was bad, which is why I am on the Food Policy Council, is there were contracts starting to be created between one or two organizations and all of the local supermarkets. So essentially controlling mm. where the supermarkets could give their their garbage to, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was boxing out a lot of the grassroots smaller organizations. Mm. And so we really stand against that. And the supermarkets that we work with in North Mac are with it. They were like, well, we're going to keep, we've, you've been coming consistently. We love what you do. We're going to support you and, you know, don't want to get anybody in trouble. But <laughs> that that is an important partnership that we have. Um, we also partner regularly with Angels and Sparrows. Mm -hmm. They've been okay. wonderful Good. to us since yeah. we started. Um, so we're passing stuff back and forth yeah. all Good. the time. Yeah. Um, and we have partners in Charlotte, of course, as well, too. So your volunteers, you do screen them? Yes. So yeah. we do full background check on everybody, okay. um, especially our drivers, of course, because you're going to someone's home and yes. vice versa. Um, and we'll even be expanding that and hoping that we can make the process like fully digitized so it's like a one-shot thing when people do it. Yeah. So we're looking for that for 2024. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Do you have any programs for the kids that they can help too? Because I know so many kids need hours. We don't right now. Um, our, we may be able to accommodate that next year. Um, definitely in our old space, which was basically a one-bedroom apartment size, was impossible. But we, with the space that we have now, we may be able to set that up. Right now, our volunteer rules, we don't take anybody younger than 16. Okay. Because we don't want anybody to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have the same kind of rule. Yeah, we do too. too. Yeah. We do too. Yeah. Except and, for in our storage room, they can help you know, sort through the coloring books and dolls Definitely and that stuff, kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, 
Yeah. You have to be so careful. Mm, very much so, yeah. Well, someone, if they weren't the right age but really felt important about it, they could always do a food drive for you and, Absolutely. you know, orchestrate that and bring mm. all that in and donate that. Yeah, I'm sure mm -hmm. you wouldn't turn that away. No, never. And we have some incredibly courageous kids um, from all over who have done that and done amazing jobs with it. We had one child, I think it was last year, they organized a whole drive where they, they got their whole class involved and the class illustrated all of the oh, food the grocery bags. Yeah. And yeah. So it's not, we love children, of course, but the difference is whether we can have them in facility or not. But definitely, you know, supporting a food drive, you know, getting your parents involved, getting your school involved, yes. getting your church involved yeah. is a huge help. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, a lot of support from the faith-based community? We have a fair amount. Yeah. Good. We have been partnered with Huntersville Presbyterian, which was right across the street from our old location for years and years. They've been their, you know, their family. Um, we work with a few other churches in the area as well that have also been really great. First Baptist up the road on Old Statesville has been wonderful. Um, Journey Church mm -hmm. um, has been wonderful to us as well. So we're always looking to increase those relationships because people want to get involved. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there any difference between, say, a food bank and a food pantry? Yes. So food pantries in general, um, very quickly, are um, for direct client service and food banks are for other organizations and we are transitioning into becoming a food bank yay when we come back we're going to learn more about that from our friend kenya joseph welcome back listeners we are here with the fabulous kenya joseph who is the president of hearts and hands food pantry and the board chair i mean i feel like we're, we have royalty at our table here margie and this last segment we want to talk about toys and turkeys because okay. gobble gobble it is that time of year mm -hmm. so i am sure you are up to your neck in turkeys yes you are distributing yes um i love it how many do you think you've you've got um, uh, what is well, a turkey? Gaggle of turkeys? A, I think it a is flock a of turkeys. <laughs> I think we have in house right now. Well, probably less because we're in service right now. But I think we got up almost a hundred. Wow! Yeah, That's and we got fabulous. hams too. Hams, That's fabulous. That's great. So there are a hundred families out there that yeah. are going to have a happy yeah. Thanksgiving. That makes me really happy. Talk to me about toys because I know that you said that you have a lot of different things going on at the food pantry. It's not mm -hmm. just about, you know, doing that piece of it. There are other things because you're not a person to sit still. No. Can you? You, you just can't like <laughs> no. just focus on one thing. So tell me, what are those other things that you're focusing on and, and the toys? Do? Yeah. So we're doing um, a big toy drive. It's our annual Christmas toy toy drive, um, I think it's December 20th, um, in partnership with Huntersville Presbyterian Church. So we'll actually be serving from there um, instead of our new facility. And so we give out toys to all the kids from our client roster. Um, and it is an all-day affair. We have uh, toys ranging from, you know, infant and, you know, one-year-olds all the way to 16 years old. Um, and we get those all separated and, and our clients let us know how many kids are in the household and their ages and genders, and we put everything aside for them. And they come pick it up. And it's great because it helps people to have one less thing to worry about at that very busy yeah. and kind of crunch time at the end of the year. So we're super excited about that. Um, and then also what we're working on is uh, our starting schedule for our next year for our third and newest service. We started this um, in 2022, which is called Mobile Pantry. So we go out into neighborhoods that are called food deserts. So neighborhoods that have a grocery store or a food access point um, less than a few miles away. Um, 
And we serve in those neighborhoods directly. And we do that through a community partner. Like we'll partner with a school or a church um, and go out there. Our last one for this year is in December in just a couple of weeks um, in East Charlotte. And we're starting to plan for next year. So what does a, a mobile pantry look like? Like, are you filling up your cars with food and then people mm-hmm. are coming and they're basically shopping out of the back end of your car? So or? they're registering in, through our website in the same way that they do for um, a regular service. Um, and usually that registration is coordinated with the partner. So an, an organization is inviting us out or a church is inviting us out. Um, and we are loading up all of the customer orders along, or the client orders, excuse me, with what they've asked for. We always add plenty of additional extras. And sometimes even we're lucky enough, we partner with Medicis. So we get over-the-counter medications mm-hmm. too. Wow. And supplements and yeah. things like that. So especially like prenatal vitamins, vitamin C and yes. vitamin D. Yeah. We have a lot of that stuff. Um, and we'll set up um, tents on property of wherever we're being hosted by. And folks kind of drive through and they pick up all their stuff. And it helps for people who didn't even know that a food pantry was a thing, first of all. They didn't even know that was an option for them. So that helps with that exposure. But also for these areas that don't have a lot of food access, it's an entry point to you starting to be able to get the resources that they need. So I'm curious about this question. Do you find that most folks are humbled by the experience or do they come in and they're just like give it all like I need I'm so there's nothing in my pantry I need everything fill me up give me double triple whatever or are they just humbled by this yeah most most people are humbled especially because in considering people's dignity that's why also and also being 2023 you know we really leverage technology Mm -hmm. so you know we're not in anyone's face asking invasive questions they're filling out all of their information at home we have name says it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So by the time they come to us and they see the quality of what they're getting, then that's that humbling experience. But at the same time, we are also humbled by, you know, how much someone is thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a client right now. I, I can't, of course, I can't say her name, but I'm just so excited for her. She was living in her car. She was trying to get into the police academy and we were able to go above and beyond and actually put her in a hotel for a month mm, to get wow. her through the application process. Yeah. And she came that, I remember, it was last week. She came last week and said, I got in. Aww. The VA is going to get me housing wow. within two weeks. And we were just like, Oh my gosh, you know, two of our cl- two of our previous clients we've hired as employees. So for us it's it's the humbling I guess goes both ways, yeah, you know, yeah, to yes. even be in the yeah. position to do that and and connect in that way is incredible to see people, you know, move up and move on out and I do think better. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. That's that's why you do what you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think something that we as non-for-profits aren't really always really good at, but that is the narrative and mm-hmm. telling the story That's right. and, and being the voice of the and the advocate for the underserved, mm-hmm. right? And to be able to, how do we do that happy dance behind not exploiting them, but right. also letting that narrative be known? Because those are so inspirational to me, and I'm sure you, Margie, yeah. too, of hearing yeah. that, you know, hiring two former clients or mm-hmm. having someone that you know that was living in their car, people have no they idea. Don't. Yeah. They don't. What yeah. that looks like yeah. and what that means. And I, I know every time I hear that, I get behind my car wheel and I think, how would I sleep in here? In this car, I, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't even know what that would look like or feel like. And obviously at Hope House, we hear that all the time. But, and I'm sure that you're hearing that and seeing that too, folks that are, that are hungry with their their story. So I think the narrative 
is a really important piece that we share that and tell more of yeah, our stories. I agree. Definitely. Um, you know, Margie, I'm sure you have a million stories of kids in, <laughs> in hospital that got a gift or had a life-changing experience because yeah. of your generosity. Yeah. And I think we need to do more focusing on that in our community because we're we're a hurting community right now. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of divide and a lot of injustices happening. And I think the more that we focus on putting hope back in the headlines, the better off we're all going to be. Because I, I read something and I heard something the other day that said, you know, it takes 21 days to make a habit mm-hmm. of something. And if that habit is negative talk or negative self-talk or negative actions, we now have made that a habit. Mm -hmm. So we now have to really be consciously aware of not doing negative things or saying negative things or concentrating on the negative, but instead turn everything into a positive. And hearing your testimony of, you know, getting the new um, facility for you, learning about clients that are making it out of poverty, that are moving out of cars, so inspirational to me and um, makes me feel in this grateful season even more grateful for what it is that you do and what you add to our yeah. community. And I'm, I'm just blessed to know you and your mom and the work that you're doing. It's Thank just you. been um, impactful. I know that we used to drive by your old space and see the sign and we were like, well, who are they? And then one day Jen and I, we were we, we popped in and we were like, we need to know, who are you? How do we access your services? And they're like, well, you don't have to really do anything. So we were like, what? So now, um, you know, we're partners and we take that very seriously. And I love yes. The one thing about this community that does turn me on is come together mm-hmm. for each other, for the nonprofits, because absolutely. we get it. Yes, it is absolutely yeah. true. Well, instead of pitting us against each other, because there's only one pot of money, right, or a certain mm-hmm. pot of yeah. money, the fact that we can all play nice in the sandbox and, right. and do good together and think that we're taking the whole family yeah. and, and approaching it, by, you know, servicing the children, the adults, the food piece of it, the housing piece of it, yeah. we just need more. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. do. We yeah. need more. And, you know, we we take what we do so seriously because we also understand you get one shot at this. It's, it's a first right. impression. That's and right. there are so many people who unfortunately have had negative experiences mm-hmm. with accessing services. So to show them something different or show them that somebody cares beyond, oh, here, you need this. I need to give this to you makes such a difference that we can't see because it will help them in the moment and what they're dealing with, but it will also potentially open that block up and allow them to be able to access other resources and feel comfortable to do so. That's a big part of it too. Well, when your belly is full, you're more um, looking into employability. <laughs> yes. You're working into more. You have more confidence. You feel better about yourself, and you're gonna. You can move through some of those barriers and obstacles a little more quicker. When a basic need, Maslow's basic need yeah. of is like is shampoo. food, right? Exactly um, like shampoo. And just a right. little shout out or a number about the um, hotel samples. Please stop taking them because <laughs> it, it, when you drop them off at Hope House, you trigger our residents who might have had to stay in a hotel Uh, and it can be really um, uh, difficult to unravel that. And we're grateful. And I know that you said the same thing. You can find another use for them, but you don't have to clip them. They can, you know, they're not really free. There's my good friend, Margie. What does my good friend Margie say? Take out the R R in free and and charge a fee. fee. So they're <laughs> not really free. So um, if you take the soap and the toothbrush and whatever, we're going to charge you. Yes, right? absolutely. <laughs> and now you know you can bring them to Hearts and Hands Food Pantry um, because Hope House has enough soap and enough toothbrushes yes. um, because we are not dirty. 
we are happy people there. And um, our, we partner with our friends at Hearts and Hands who can use them to give them to folks who might not have access to those kind of things. So I'm excited for your turkey time. I know it's like yeah. turkey palooza. Yes. Do, do you find the time to make your own turkey? No, we're we're a ham household. You're a ham. Okay, turkey. And I am a roasted chicken lady. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I yes, feel you. My Ital- shout out to my Italian friends serving lasagna in the next couple of days. Love Good that. for them. I think that's what makes America great, right? Yes. That we have choices and we can do all this. Yeah. Well, Kenya, it has been a delight talking to you today. Yes, I want to congratulate you. you again on the amazing work you do in our community. You are what community centered is all about, putting right. hope and a smile yeah. back in our community. Mm. I hope you extend our um, happy Thanksgiving to your mom, who I know who works equally as hard as you do, and your entire staff on behalf of our community and WSIC News. What you do in the community matters, and I'm grateful that um, we've had this hour to share and learn more. And I hope that um, you get blessed in an unexpected way, right? Because that you. that means the God of Hope was listening, That's and He's going to show up and show off for you. And so, um, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Thank you. You bet. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. The new 1059 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.